brought to you by GN and Co. Ayo, where you going? You know that it's after school is after school with your girl, Sis G-U. Gang, and welcome back to yet another episode of After School is After School with your girl, Sis G U. To my returning listeners to the Gang, I hope that you guys are well. And to those that are listening for the first time, I hope you like what you hear today and you join the Gang, gang. Okay. Today in studio, I have a very good friend of mine. I have the one and only Dennis and Conco. Come on. Yes. Come on! <laughs> yes. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm excited. This has been a long time coming. So 100%. I'm happy to be here. Amen. Hallelujah. So Dennis and I are going to be having a conversation about being called, what that looks like, what we believe it is, and just our journey. Dennis is someone that I consider to be part of my spiritual counsel. I actually use this word a lot now, unknowingly. Like, I'll just be like, oh yeah, my spiritual counsel. And those are people that I can rely on spiritually, that I can do the spiritual walk with, that I also just really wholeheartedly trust with like my walk with God in my life and so forth. So I thought, who better? Who better? Who better? You know what I'm saying? Because Dennis hits us with wisdom almost every other day. And if there's someone in my life who can drag me for filth, it's definitely you. But Not that's on just, purpose, though. Yeah, no, but I think it's because you can just, like, you really see me. Yeah. Yeah, you really do see me, so <laughs> you know me. Or whatever. But I want to start off by asking, what does being called mean? It feels like... You know when your phone is ringing? Yeah. This is like the, ah, the thing that yes. came in my mind. It's like your phone is ringing, but it's happening in your heart. Okay. And the phone sometimes can be placed in another room. Yes. And then it sounds like it's silent and it sounds like it stopped ringing, but, but it, it didn't. Hasn't. You're just further from the phone. F- right? Further from the phone. And then you remember, mm. damn, I got to go back in that room to fetch something. Then yes. You're reminded that phone is still ringing and the person who's been calling has not stopped. And it won't stop. Yes. Until what is what needs to be done is done. Okay, I also kind of view it similarly. I do think that being called is God placing a seed in your heart. Yeah. And him speaking a word over your life. And basically him now calling you to do what it is that he has planted or what it is that he wants for you to do with your life. And it looks different for different people. Of course. You know, like I think people are called to be like amazing doctors. People are called to be in the entertainment industry. People are called to be pastors, to start churches, to do whatever it is. And obviously just in the glory and in the name of, of God. God. And obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd like to think that we both know that we are called. Called, yeah. Yes. And I want to know what the journey of you accepting your calling was like and what you thought your calling was in the beginning to what it is you think it is now. I think the the interesting thing with being called is that you didn't even know to a certain degree that the that your the phone that you've been called with had that certain function. 100%. So in the beginning it's very exciting. You say, let me answer. Oh yeah, for I sure. It's me having a direct line for me. Yes. So you answer the call and I just think for me in the beginning it was just sharing information innocently. 
Yes. Innocently. I was just like, I heard this really incredible message at church or my dad, who's very, very wise mm. and shares a lot of his knowledge and he reads a lot of books. So it was just getting the information that my my dad or my surroundings would share with me mm. and then taking that to another level, be it via voice notes to my friend, yes. friends, be it via social media. It was just sharing information so innocently and it was fun. Yes. And I also didn't realize that I had that capability of being able to take this information and you know, relate in such a way that like more people will probably take to it. Exactly. Yeah. And then just decided to really, you know, I just had this pressing thing on my heart that was like, you can you can do more, you can move more, mm. you can reach more. Mm. And ideas that I never saw coming just started happening. Yes. You know, so it started with part voice notes to my friends. Yes. Personally, like it would be like a, bro a broadcast message, like list of like 11 people, Aww. which is something cool that I did. That's so nice. Right? And then after that, it moved to like my like WhatsApp podcast that I created back in yes. the day called Motivation Monday. Okay. And then that became like a thing in my communities where people would share, you know, like how people would share like, you know, WhatsApp messages between people yeah. about like, do this. And if you don't send it, then in like yes. seven days, something's going to happen yes. to you. My podcast that I would send on, on WhatsApp had that sim similar trend. People would share it yeah. with other people to the extent where even now people still ask me to come back to that trend. Oh, really? And also people are like, I like what you do with your stuff now, but like, I really liked what you did then as well. Yes. So it started there and then that just led on to just creating more content on YouTube, mm. which then led to a lot of the things that I'm doing now with defining. And in every single part of those moments, even though the content may may look different, the intention is still the one that God gave me when he first called. Amen. In terms of allowing people to see him in different ways. Yes. I've I've always been open in in sharing my 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 struggles because I understand that that's where other people are going to see God in me. Mm, speak on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think yours has been like very I actually like what you said in the beginning just because you think you have this idea to do these things and you just do them because you're having these thoughts. Mm. And you're not obviously thinking like, oh my goodness, I've been called. Or like, oh my goodness, this is my purpose. And that's, I think, how my story started. Like, I have always grown up in the church. I've always loved God. Even when I just didn't really know who he was growing up, I just loved the vibe. I was like, oh, this is my vibe. This mm. is cool. I feel good inside. I feel good inside. I'm, you know, praise and worship. I feel better after I prayed. Like, it just worked in my favor. Of course. And then obviously the older I get, God, and the more I had to choose God for myself and grow our own relationship outside of the one that I had at home because they went to church, the more I got to know him. And I guess, like I always say, God's goodness is just, it's so much that I can't keep it to myself. Yes. Like he does so much for me. I feel so much. I feel so much grace, so much mercy every day that I'm just like, the things I love the most mean the most to me and they sh the shows. Yeah. So I think I used to minister into my friend's life a little bit, you know, not as intentionally as you, but just through conversations. And then I had my depressive episode, like, yeah, that lasted a few years. And in that time, I lost my voice. And I had counted myself out of the conversation and that like, I didn't think that anything I had to say was valuable or that I was smart enough to speak. Like I really was someone who was just very timid and just didn't speak. And God then called me to the platform that is YouTube. I was fasting before 2020. My life was a mess, disaster. So 2019, going into 2020, I was fasting and I was writing my deferred exam because I deferred because I wasn't yeah. grants right in 2019. 
And in that time of fasting, God gave me the name Uncomfortable Growth. I didn't know what to do with it. And then I spent more time praying. And then he said, start a YouTube channel. Then I realized that Uncomfortable Growth is the name of the YouTube channel. Yeah. Gave me that. And then I guess I started ministering in my own way, just sharing my lived experiences and having people be able to resonate with that. But I think it's grown. And again, mm. at the time, I thought I was starting a YouTube channel for giggles, you know? Yeah. For a good time, nothing serious. And now I understand that he has called for me to be here and to do what it is I do. And with that being said, Dennis... But I just want to add, mm. you were called to create a safe space. Yes. But as you go on this journey of the calling, yes. it doesn't necessarily mean oh. that it was your safe space. Thank you. <laughs> That's the truth. I was going to say that. I was going to say yes. Yes. It's two different things. Two different things. Also... I'm going to be very honest. What God wants out of my life and what I had wanted out of my life, two different things. Mm. I say wanted because now I want what God wants because I've seen the glory in his path for me and I've seen how fulfilling it has been for me. And in such a short space of time as well. Yes. Yeah. And also how it's just made me a better person. Like speaking more about my feelings has just made me more aware of myself, others, and other people's lived experiences. But I, before Dennis, my dream, honestly, was to have like, quote-unquote normal life yeah i wanted to have a nine-to-five i wanted to be married i wanted to go with my kids and my family go to work go like have a very ordinary life, life. and one that also still like, allowed for me to hit like it was like i wanted to spend the rest of my life with the love of my life but have that be us mm. and have no one else really experience me or yeah so I just, I battle with that because there's still a part of me that wants to hide. I don't like to necessarily be out there as much as what I am. Yeah. I don't always want to speak. Even though I know God's message is good, I think that what he, or rather let me say that God bringing me to this platform is quite literally him showing how he can use someone's weakness and turn it into a strength. A huge strength, yeah. Because when I say I was mute as a person, I mean that. But I think that's what makes it, makes it difficult is because even when I transitioned from making like the audios and just sharing the knowledge, mm. the moment I actually started making videos, my intention was to create videos I wish I could have saw seen yes. when I was like broken and I was not in the best emotional state, yeah. you know? So I even use that principle till now just to be able to be genuine in the content that I create, just to be like, yeah. would, would younger me really appreciate seeing this? Yes. And going through the journey with God, it's really incredible, but... It's just, it's it's incredible in the sense that, wow, I didn't see this coming for me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see you doing it so quickly for me. Yes. But it's also like, wow, wow. you did it so quickly. And now I'm not broken. And now I, I don't have to, have do. to yes. think about this broken child anymore and trying to make that type of content. Mm -hmm. I just can now make it because God has also healed me through the process. Yes. How do I show up now? Yes, how do you show up now? And do you want to show up now? Also, the older you get, obviously, more problems. More life, more problems. Hate to say it. If you didn't know, now you know. And I think that, obviously, walking a godly walk is one that is difficult. And that's why I have a spiritual counsel because I think we lean on each other. Like We have to. I believe in community wholeheartedly. And like we've said, being called has been difficult. And I want to know more more in depth what that difficulty looks like for you now. Because I do think that you showing up now in comparison to what you showing up back then is two different things. Yeah, and I think it's even changed the way that I believe. I've always been someone who was like, God, it's only God. It can only be God. Yes. And if you don't believe in God, I'm not going to force you. Yeah. But best believe that 
if you want some wisdom and anything from me, literally, you're going to hear God. He's the solution. 100%. And I think even as we've grown and you've seen challenges, I can understand a bit more why people have a difficulty navigating towards God. Yes, of course. And now having to create, having that understanding Mm. and having a calling is difficult mm. because I want to remain true to my calling yes. in the highest way. Yes. But I need now God also to show me how to do that. How with, to go about it. How to go about it, knowing that I've also sometimes lost trust in him. Yes. And also knowing that like I can relate and resonate with people, with who, people who, who are choosing not to, to yes. choose that. So I want to be able to be genuine in my approach and reach both of those people. Mm. So I think being able to do that genuinely has been hard now. Facts. Because I don't want to come across as just someone who's a believer for believing, mm. but someone who really believes. believes. Yeah. And someone who knows that even if God stopped with the prosperity side of the calling, yes. I'm going to still choose him. Yeah, for sure. So I think navigating that has been... Has been helpful. Has been helpful, but that's also the most difficult. Part of it. Part of it, because I want to hold on to the the calling, Mm. but at the same time, I'm experiencing all these other things that weren't attached to the calling prior. Yeah, yeah. And you spoke on something, and it actually reminds me of something you once said to me. You were speaking about like how I, and you used the word tassel, I tassel in my relationship with God. And... I've also wanted to be able to create content that like younger me would be able to resonate to because Mm. I honestly feel that the things that we feel, most people feel. And obviously like we love the Lord, you know what I'm saying? That's our guy. But I do think the walk is difficult and it's very important to speak about it. And it's okay to feel like you've lost faith in God or that he has forsaken you. Obviously knowing that he hasn't and he puts us in different seasons Mm. for different reasons. But you said that to me, Dennis, and I held on to it. And I don't think you actually realized, you know, what you had necessarily said or that it would mean that much to me. But I didn't have a word for it until you said it. Like, I didn't actually realize how normal I have made my relationship with God because I allow myself to feel what I would feel in a different relationship with a person, per se. Like, if someone makes you sad, you cry. You know, if I feel disappointed by God, I also allow myself to express that because I'm human being and he knows that. And he's not expecting for me to be something that I'm not or like a perfect human being or not to rely on his strength. So that is also what's helped me. I think just being open about my relationship with God with everyone to try level the expectations. But obviously no one will ever understand the relationship we have because it's between two people yeah, of course. and two people only. But also just knowing that most people go through it. Yeah. You know, like on days when I'm just like, okay, after school's after school, what am I going to talk about now? I don't want to talk about it now. Like I think I find comfort in knowing that obviously God has chosen me for a reason, but more so that there are people that I know who can relate to what it is that I'm going through. And also, I guess, having people to speak into you during that time is also incredibly important. Important, yeah. Because I'm so wary of talking to friends that aren't believers. And this is going to be like very touch and go for some people. But like, I can speak to almost anyone I'd like to believe. But the people I rely on need to be able to give me, I think, advice that is one that aligns with me and my beliefs. So... Yeah, like it's very hard for me to speak to a friend who's not going to want to pray over it Mm. with me or for me or like true encouragement for me will include a Bible verse or something just, you know, that speaks to God's glory and knowing that everything will be okay in his name. And I think even in... in in the dark times, but even in general, it's so hard to to navigate conversations where even you can't say where the beginning was because God has been so great. Yo. So how can I even engage with someone who is not maybe on the same like spiritual journey yes. that I'm on? And how can I explain to them that like, yes, I put a lot of work into it, but mm. you know who puts in even more work? work? 
God. Yes. So it's like having that that fair re- like engagement with someone where they yeah. understand that like God is someone who is moving in your life. This is a fact. This is not just something we're saying to make someone feel a certain way. God yeah. is moving in my life. So when I do seek counsel, I need you to understand that Yes, I am down, but God is still moving. Yes. So how can you encourage me in the movement? Yes. Not in the being stuck. And not, not in yes. the being sad, but how can you encourage me in the move? Because I know as I'm moving, God will catch me up on the way. A hundred percent. And he'll take me to where I need to be. Of course. As always. I also want to know what you have found the most fulfilling in being called and honoring your calling. Because I, I think, think there's a lot of like power and bravery yeah. just in that. And I think... I'm so enamored by the story that God has created with my, like the, my story that God has created, how mm-hmm. he's taken my life from one position to the next. Mm-hmm. I was someone who was studying industrial engineering, creating content. And I was like, maybe this thing will work, yeah. you know, and being able to leave my job, my full-time job, being able to be an engineer, but never really practice Practicing, yeah. and just trusting God and seeing how life has changed and how people really believe in the stories that we tell and that mm-hmm. the intention that, you know, God and I were having a conversation about earlier on is the intention that that's the reality. Mm. You know, that has been really incredible. And it really does come with being brave, being obedient, obedient. having discipline, that is a word. having courage. Yes. But the other struggle of the calling is then having to go and unpack and go back to that place Yes, of obedience, of discipline, because the calling gets, it gets tougher and tougher. It's worse. It gets, I was going to say worse, but I was like, the connotations there is it's too, <laughs> it's too close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too close. So I was like, let me just, it gets, it gets tougher because mm. God has even more to use now. Yes. And he has what's, and what we don't realize is that he has, yes, even more to use in terms of your career, your growth, but he has even a better version of you. Yes. And the fact that he has an even better version of you, that means we can go all the way out. That for me is the scariest part of the calling. The worst. That, that for me, it's like, it's one thing, okay, cool, Lord, I'm a vessel, use me. Like, yeah, I don't want to show up on some days. I don't want to be seen on some days, but like, it jobby job. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I can get that part done. But it's when I have to now go back into my quiet place. And then you find out the phone is still ringing. And the phone is still ringing. Dennis, I have just mustered up the courage to do what the last phone call said. You're still going to ring? You're going to ring and then you're going to ask for more of me. In no way. And I think that's where I struggle because I feel like I'm already giving so much. And obviously I could give a lot more and God knows that because he's put a lot inside of me. But I think, I'm not going to lie, I think it's frustrating. Yeah, but what's frustrating is you know in your heart you could do more. Yes, I you do know. know that. I do. You know. But why can't, like there are moments where I just want to know alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know in peace, my dog. Like, I don't necessarily want to know and know that there's someone waiting for me to also act accordingly. And that there's been a ta- there's, there's been a table prepared for you. Yes. The whole table is ready. You just need to walk out of the room and go into the lounge or the kitchen. This is the like dining room. a little bit off topic, but it, I, I said something to myself the other day, and I think it's the first time I'm saying it out loud, but what you just said made me think of it. But I fear how great I could be. Huh. Yes, like wholeheartedly. And I realized that I'm, I get in the way of myself a lot. And I think because I fear all it is that I know I can do, God often has to show me or push me yeah. to do so. because has to change the circumstances. Because he knows me. Me! No, I'm, I'm, I think I've gone to that a lot over the past two years. And that's why like 
I've been able to create a lot of work on defining, but I've, I haven't really transitioned into creating a lot of my own work. Yes. Where I personally put myself out, out there. there. And I know yeah. I can. And I know God has shown me the table is there. But I said, yo, you know, God, the block is already hot. You, yeah. did, you did that, that, and that. And you want to do more for me? No. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so satisfied. You know what? Like, this table I'm... looks so great. Mm. I, don't, I don't even want to leave. Yes, I don't want to leave. Yeah, and that's that's what it is. Like, I think growing up is also realizing that everything you go through is a season. So yeah. even when you're called to do something, you're doing it for that season. When the season changes, your calling might change in that yeah. season. And you also just have to be adaptable. And also, I think, like, I have been caught up. No, I have allowed myself to be caught up in a calling for a season. Yeah. I'm also a creature of habit. Mm. So when I get into something for the first time and I now have the hang of it, for me, I'm like, okay, cool. This is my calling. This it's is what manageable. I'm doing. This is manageable. Then the Lord says, no, more. But I've also just learned that when God does want more of me, he also wants for me to spend more time with him. Yeah. Because that's the only way we're going to be able to do what needs to be done. Because when mm. I'm truly relying on my own strength, I'm not going to have what it is that I need to do what he wants for me to do. I have to like give time. Also, I want to speak about that. I think as someone who is called, I spend a lot of time alone and I spend a lot of time recharging. And I think that you really have to be, you have to allow yourself to be hidden to remain focused on what it is that yeah. God wants you to do. And I think it's very easy to be taken up by what people say, you know, and especially as people that believe. Like sometimes when we speak about God, I mean, I don't know if this is how you feel, but like I speak about God because again, he's done so much goodness in my life that I'm never not going to acknowledge him. But it is a bit scary because like you said, there are people that don't necessarily believe, you know? Hmm. And as someone who's a believer, some of my answers aren't ones that people take to. Like, I used to always be asked, oh my goodness, your YouTube channel has done so well. Like, how have you been able to do that? And I always used to say it was three things. I can't remember the third thing right now. But the two being God and consistency. Mm. And the first one used to throw people off. off. Like, for the life of them, they couldn't understand. And I was like, I don't understand, but it's not for any of us to understand. Mm. You know, if this is something God has said he's going to do for me, He's going to do it in a time that he thinks is best. And I've also just learned to trust him with his time because so often we want things done in our time and our capacity, not understanding that there's a bigger picture. Yeah. And I'm now understanding that God has brought all these things to me when I was willing to surrender my heart, like truly to him. That's the thing. Surrendering also changes as well. It also evolves. Yes. You get introduced to more parts of yourself that, that you, you need surrender. to surrender. And it's, a, it's like that... that that part of me was introduced during the calling. Why am I the bad guy? Literally. Now, nah, why am I in it? Now, like, I'm also in a season of having to allow certain parts of me to die. Like, I'm starving certain parts of yeah. myself. Quite literally. Because, and I mean, it's not that it's happening naturally. I do think I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. And it's definitely God again preparing me for where he's taking me next. But like, I think, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe I have a lot of internal, not conflicts, but a lot of internal conversations, you know? And I think I can hear the Holy Spirit in my life, but sometimes it's hard to decipher whether or not I'm just like speaking over myself. Yeah. If I am being led to do something. But I think that's really dope in the sense that you said that you're leaning towards your your spiritual counsel. So I think also using that in these type of conversations will help you dearly. Yeah. So that you're able to clearly decipher like what's going on. Mm. I do think that it is quite challenging to to have to say goodbye to parts of yourself that you've held on to for the longest time. Like, that's one of my very bad habits as a mm. believer is that, like, I need to, for it to make sense in my mind, I need to pack a bag for this older version of myself. Yes, I need sure. to literally prepare a funeral. We need to say goodbye. goodbye. 
It's not just a, okay, cool, God, surrender. But it's also, like, Dennis, I have to go through it. Dennis, let me interrupt you for two seconds. You letting go of a part of yourself is also you letting go with everything that was associated with, with that, that version. So it's not only you that you say goodbye to. It's a lot it's, of things. It's a lot of things. But that's the thing. It ends up being like a 10-day funeral. Yes! Instead of like, <laughs> like a one-day shindig. A one-day event. Yes, yes. And God said, fine, have your one day. I said, it's this season. I think what also might make it very difficult to get to the third stage is just knowing that in the beginning of honoring your calling, that you will not receive what it is you think you should receive. You yeah. will not be acknowledged the way you want to be acknowledged. And that's the crazy thing is that, yes, accepting like a purpose or a calling or something that God has put in your heart is very exciting. Mm. It definitely is. But like the grace, the mercy, the blessing, mm. it takes time to, to like... Locate to locate you. To locate you and show up in your life. Like it mm. may be locating you, but because you're in the wilderness, you True. might not be able to see it. Yeah. And I think that's what's what gets people very unsettled because they make that decision to follow, but then they don't see the the changes. And mm. the thing is that when the 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 changes catch up to you, yeah, you feel all the presence, all yes. the the effort. You feel even God's grace, His mercy. You just feel everything feels so great. But at the same time, when you started, you you didn't even know that that could come later on. For sure. I think you almost gain an understanding and one that you didn't have before. Yes. And I think that's why God is so powerful because he really does see so much beyond what we see, you mm. know, with the naked eye. And he's really just planting you where he needs for you to be. And I think that there's also a reason as to why maybe you feel like you can't see the grace um, and just the fruits of your hard labor as quickly as what you'd want to. Mm. Because and I that think, could be fear, doubt, yes, a lot of things taking over. A hundred percent. And also just knowing that Good, like uh, there's a song by Hillsong, and I think it's called New Wine. Yes, and it talks about in the pressing, you're making new wine out of me, mm. and I hold on to that so much because I know that I can only come out a better person. Yeah, like I, if I'm shedding, I'm shedding for the better, and if God is making me suppress certain parts of myself or let go of them entirely, that is because they no longer serve me, and that they're going to yeah. be holding me back from wherever it is that He's going to be taking me. Also, I just started to realize that God exceeds all expectations. Each and every one of them. Every last one. You think you know, guys. This is what I am just realizing with God. You think you know. You don't. But even in this current season where I am at in terms of like being there in terms of like the actual doing and not just thinking about it, mm. because I spend so much time thinking about it and not doing, I know God's going to shock me. He's going to yes. shock me at the highest level yes. where I'll get all of the respect that he needs. Yes. When he, when he shocks me, I know it's going to be big. It's going to be shocking. I think I'd, I don't always lean onto that understanding of knowing he's done good things for me. Mm. And even if he doesn't do another good thing for me, one thing about his character is that he is good. Yeah, at um, all times. And I don't focus on that sometimes, but I know. I, I, I think sometimes because you know he's going to show up, you don't show up in the ways that you need to. Say that again. I'm scared. <laughs> he caught me in 4K saying this. Yes, no, he did catch me in 4K. And then we're going to be watching the receipts in heaven. Uh, he's going to say... And he's then... going to say, I thought you knew though. <laughs> I thought you knew and I thought you said it. But I think that has so much power. 
Because often I don't do things because God is God. Yeah. <laughs> Which obviously isn't good because, I mean, I should be doing the things that he wants for me to of do. Of course. But I think it's nice knowing that you lean on a heavenly father sometimes. And I'm just mm. kind of like... Heavenly. Yeah. Heavenly. A heavenly father. Like, I'm just like, okay, this, that guy has got me. If there's someone in my life that has got me... It's him. It's him. But also, like you said, because we're so hesitant of accepting and honoring the calling that when you finally do, you know that God's going to exceed your expectations. Mm. And I feel like when you get there, you're also going to wish that you honored the calling so much sooner. And like Dennis said, like if you really can fast forward the first and second step and get to the third, that'll be amazing just for you and your life. Mm. You know, and I also think that it can be very weary going down a path that maybe your friends don't understand. And I think that's also a part of the calling. Like maybe you are a little bit more spiritual, have a closer relationship with God or just consult with him a lot more. When you're going about your life like that, there can be people who don't understand. Mm. And then you're now losing people in the process because they don't necessarily support what you're doing or don't understand it. And you were like, I'm shedding in this area. Why am I shedding in, in all, I, all I, I, areas? I, I, yes. Why? Why? Each and every one of them. And it's even that thing of like, even for you to understand what's going on, you need to isolate yourself. Yes. You need to starve the distractions so 100%. you can focus on the focus. Yeah. So I agree with you fully. It just, it it impacts each and every one of your lives, but at the, mm. each and every part of your life, but at the same time, it, it gives you more than you ever asked for. And also, it makes space for people, for God to give you the people that are going to do this walk with you. And in addition to that, it brings peace yes. that surpasses all understanding. Thank and you. it's the peace that you personally needed. That you needed in your life. The peace you were praying for five mm. months ago, it came. Mm, that's very true. So there's there's a lot of great things that come out of it no like more good than bad for sure of course you know i think that it's only natural though to maybe have some hardships in a journey Mm. and to feel some type of way about it and i guess honoring anything is hard and honest like honoring your purpose is such a great deal that i understand why people often drag their feet but it's your purpose it has your name written on it and like dennis said your piece is on it yeah. You know, the the life you've always wanted for yourself. Or maybe, you know, that, that's also what's been interesting is that I, again, thought that there was a life I want, but God showed me the life I needed. And in that, I'm more fulfilled. And the life that you deserve. I deserve. Like, it's so easy to disqualify yourself from so much. Like, you think yeah. you're not good enough. You aren't smart enough. You know, you won't be able to do these things. But it's like, God is showing you that you will succeed in this area. And that's the thing. When God shows you that you succeed in that area, he shows you that you can succeed in all of the areas. Yes. So I can be the athlete. I can be the basketball player. I can. I can be all of these things because through giving me the freedom that he gave me through this walk, I'm able to understand that it was my limitations that were holding me back. And definitely nothing else. And I can do it. So Mm. I do think that it's really great. I think from my side, one thing that I'm extremely grateful for is being able to have a, a community in the calling Amen. Because the community in the calling and the community in general aren't the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's why... my spiritual counsel. Yes. Mm. And that's why I wanted to just like help you understand that mm. you've been that to me as well. There's mm. been parts in the walk where I think you've been more expressive about the challenges where I haven't. Yeah. Where for me, it was like, I don't even speak about the hard sides of believing and, and, and being in a space with God mm. where I was really frustrated. And I think being in that space with you has really helped me grow it's helped me see other li- other parts of life as well. So I, I just really want to say thank you mm. for being able to be that for me. And I know I'm that to you too, but... Yeah, for sure. For like it when to you be tweet, both ways. You're tweeting for me too. Literally. Literally, when you... Like, like, I think that's also crazy how much we minister into each other's lives. Yes. And I also think that 
it shows how much of an impact our work has, especially to mm. believers. Like the fact that if I'm going through something, there really is a video or voice note or something I could reference that you have sent me or have yeah. done is wild. And I have so much pride in knowing that a friend of mine has spoken so much light into me, someone who was so close to me, mm. you know? Yeah, especially in such a scary world. I also think that you're someone just who really practices their tongue in a good way. Like you understand that the tongue has power. Yeah. You speak goodness and life over yourself and over everyone in your mm. life, which is also important. And yeah. just when you're intentional about your calling, you have you literally have to be intentional about every other area of your life as well. Yeah. You literally can't even take a step back. And I think that's why being intentional, even in the way in which you've been supporting each other, has done us a lot of justice. You're right. You're spot on. Like when you start being intentional in one aspect of your life, everything else... Everything has to be. Everything else has to be. Because if you're not, then it doesn't make sense and it's going to throw certain things off. Mm. But yeah, also moving with intention is a conversation for another day. But I think I'm going to leave it here. I will definitely have Dennis back because, you know, you. like I said, I needed this conversation. So thank you for your time. You're thank welcome. You I had a words. lot of fun. Yeah, I hope you did. And I'm so excited that you said you're going to end off my episode, episode 17, He's rapping crazy. for me. I just knew it. Walking into the studio, I said, she's rapping today, guys. I don't have no words for uh -huh. Dennis. Today, uh -huh. I'm trying my best. Uh -huh. We in the studio and we present the uh -huh. Lord. Uh -huh. Coming through because you know that's how we do. Hey. In the studio and I'm cooking with my boo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have for you guys. Sorry. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Me too. Yeah, get, I was going to say get home safely, but that's for Dennis. I will. <laughs> Sorry. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time, gang it. Love you, lords. Bye.